Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I take the sting out of divorce. This is your host, Emily Sanchez. Hey people, so I just wanted to share with you a recent YouTube live video that I did. So when you listen, you will hear, you know, me uh, referring to the video. Something just was really bothering me. that day and I had to address it so I just made a live video Um, and it's totally not perfect but I wanted you guys to hear it just as it was intended live with my emotions nothing filtered no edits so I hope you enjoyed I hope you're having a fantastic day today and that this can help you. I truly hope you know that that is my intention. So here is my video converted to a podcast. Okay. Hey, everybody. Hi, this is Emily Sanchez, LDS Divorce Coach. I'm a certified life coach, and I specialize in divorce. And because I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, who went through a divorce, that's where the LDS Divorce Coach comes in. All right, people, I am live right now. Okay, this is not perfect, but I can no longer be silent. I haven't made a video in a while. I had a baby, blah, 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 excuse, 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 the things that I coach people to not do. But I'm here because I saw something and I see it everywhere and I have to address it. So I am hoping so badly that I can at least inspire or help or whatever one person. One person, if I can help you to guard your feelings but be on the offense with this type of specific situation, then I have done my job. I have made my peace. I just cannot not say anything. (laughs) So last night I saw I'm a member of a bunch of different groups. There's LDS divorce groups and then there's, you know, regular divorce groups and Instagram and there's people who kind of lead out and who are trying to make a difference and they're selling books and journals and different things. But something that I am seeing that I am concerned about and I have to talk about today is what happens on the anniversary, okay? So we are divorced. That marriage anniversary is coming up. And oh boy, I talked to my therapist and they said that is totally common and normal because it's such a traumatic, you know, experience, your divorce. And so when the anniversary comes around, it's a a traumatic event that you get to relive. Okay. And so it, it was this person and I, I have respect for everyone. Okay. I respect for you. I am here because I truly want to help you master your emotions and to get over a tough situation. But I have to say, if we are going to look forward to something, anything, to say that is going to be hard. Okay, my anniversary is coming up. That is going to be so hard for me. I've talked to therapists and they say it's so hard. And they say, lots of people say how long it takes to get over something. You are setting yourself up to do exactly that. It's everywhere. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's just 
really been bothering me. Why do we do it? Because culturally, we live in a culture where we have to be in our thoughts about the past and we have to experience it again and rewind in our feelings and our thoughts create our feelings. And so when anniversaries come up or when we're somewhere that reminds us of something, we have to get sad because that's what we have been taught culturally because that's what a lot of people do in this culture. So why not break those patterns? Why not? Why do we have to be sad on the anniversary? Nobody said you had to, okay? Even though you read it a lot and you see everybody being sad. Even my husband told me that he, like, he was divorced before we were married. We've been married for 10 years, but we both had previous marriages. And um, he had like the one year anniversary of his divorce or it was like the, I forgot, the wedding anniversary, whatever. There's lots of anniversaries. But culturally, he decided to be like a lot of other people. And he's like, felt sick all day and ended up just taking a little bit of NyQuil and calling it good. Okay. So that's what we don't want to do. We don't want to be on the defense. We don't want to project and say, that's how I'm going to feel. That's going to be super hard. I feel it brewing within me. So we just release and we go into that. No, we don't want to do that, right? What are you waiting for? Don't you want to be over it? Or at least on your way there? Don't you want to cope gracefully and quickly? Did you know that you can do it quickly? You can. And I am not downplaying the need. If you need a therapist, if you have thoughts that spin out and feelings that you cannot control, then start now. That can be your start now thing. Start now. Go get help. Um, for me, I'm going to tell you to get a coach. Um, unless you feel true um, depression or any other type of mental illness that has come and gone that you know that, that, that you're susceptible of having, then all, by all means, go get a therapist. But if you want to feel better now, if you want to get help, start with a coach. Or just start with a simple be on the offense of your emotions. Okay, so we notice the date on the calendar. Oh, that's my two-year wedding anniversary. Okay. Culturally, you'll be told you should be sad that day. Why? Let's be on the offense. And let's say, you know what? Let's throw a party. Some people do divorce parties. I'm all about that if it makes you feel better. However, it draws attention to it, doesn't it? Even if it's a party, it's still drawing attention. So why not be on the offense and say, you know what? I might get some thoughts. And I'm going to turn those thoughts to every good memory or what I learned from it. Because of that divorce, you've grown. Because of that struggle, you've grown. And you know so much more. So instead of putting blame and all the stuff and how you were, and you might have been abused. It might have been a terrible, terrible situation. I'm not downplaying that. What I'm saying is to pick yourself up, be above it, and start going on the offense. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like when I said, what are you waiting for? Well, nothing's going to be perfect. Um, we do things habitually 
and we say, well, I can't do that because it's not going to be perfect, or I, I'm not feeling that way yet, or whatever, whatever, I should. Let's get rid of the shoulds. I'm not even making sense on this video. Do you see what I'm saying? But I'm doing it because I feel this urge and I can no longer sit and stand by. So I'm just going to do this totally imperfect video and hope, hope, hope that it helps somebody. I'm just tired of so much of the setting up to have bad days. You see it everywhere. You see it on a lot of social media. Setting yourself up for bad days. Let's not. Let's not wait for recovery. Like I said, go get what you need. Go get your support team um, and, and start recovering. If you need to let something out, go tell a friend or a therapist or a coach. Um, start your recovery right now by not setting up the bad days. Let's set up for good days. So step one. Manage your emotion by saying, I'm having that thought. I don't want that thought. So get up, leave the room, and tell yourself, I'm not going to have that thought. I'm just not. Okay? And that can really help just to even be aware that you're doing it. And when you change your location, it changes your brain and your pattern. Okay? So, again, there's going to be dates. There's going to be places. There's going to be things that remind you instead use gratefulness instead of drudgery and all, all drudgery and all the pain that happened use gratefulness all right and be like i'm grateful for that experience as much it was terrible <laughs> but i'm grateful i'm grateful for the person i am now um, if you ever listen to Gary V, he's a huge motivational speaker now, but he's an entrepreneur and he's built businesses after business, um, Viner Media, and he tells people all the time, what are you waiting for? This life is the only life you're going to have. And he does it in an entrepreneurial type spirit and with business. If you're stuck in a job you hate, why? So you can make like 3000 extra dollars. No, do what you want. Do your side job. It might be imperfect. Do what you love. Do those things. So honestly, I just had to get that out, maybe for my own sanity. Again, it's not perfect. We don't have to be perfect. But please, please, please realize that this life is the only life you get to live. The only time. The clock is ticking, people. See things as they are, not worse than they are. And then when you can graduate to the next level, see things better than they are because they probably are better. Even though it feels like you might be in a foxhole, we're not in those foxholes. <laughs> I have no point to that. I just want you to know that I know it can be better. When you were in the thick of it, it's hard. I remember my, my sister just told me that I... When it was recently after my divorce, I was a single mom. I was trying to find these jobs and work it and manage. And just the pain of it and the emotion. And I, she told me, I said this, I don't remember even saying it. But she said, Emily, you told me you had to be happy. She asked, how are you so happy? I said, it's a priority. I have to be happy. I can't live like this anymore. We only get one life. Choose to be happy by being on the offense with our emotions. 
Okay, we're on the off offense. We're going to see. Yeah, that might happen. Yeah, that might happen. You might get triggers. Okay, that's another word I hear all the time, triggers. Well, let's put some triggers inside ourselves that when those natural triggers do come, that you have something to tell yourself, that you have the gratefulness to go to, that you can change your scenery, get up, walk away, command your subconscious to not think that, command it to stop. And I know that that can help. Okay, so please, 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 let's be on the offense. Um, I'm beating a dead horse now at this point, I think. But um, those dates are going to come. The places are going to come. The people you run into, they are going to come. And uh, let's not plan to have pain associated with it, please. The pain will come on its own. You know, sometimes we can't help it. But we can be nice to ourselves and alleviate it and decide, guess what? I'm just going to be better now. I'm not going to wait. Okay. I truly, I know this sounds weird, but I truly love you guys. And the pain that you're going through is real. But I know someone who can take it away. And you know who that person is too. Give it to him. Don't allow your thoughts to run on and on and on. Okay, please don't plan for bad days. Plan for good days. We can talk more about that later. Gotta go. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Come on over and visit me at CoachEmilySanchez.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, make it a great day.